give me that. We don't need one of these. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Good morning. You are listening to Lawson and Amy Unscripted. Welcome to our show where we talk about pop culture, viral news, food, and Kmart. Really, really, that's it. Mainly the last two. I am Amy Wadsworth, and across the desk, I am joined by... Lawson, good morning, Casey. Thank you once again for tuning in and listening along for your Tuesday morning, and it's kind of an exciting one this week. It is. Welcome to our Halloween show. Spooky. For those of you wondering why... This is a Halloween show, and what makes it any different to any other show that we do? I am currently sitting here in costume. I still not sure what you're dressed as. I am. Drum roll, please! Oh no, my hotkeys aren't loaded up. Uh Manual drum roll. I can do it. The Mandura Magician. Wait. (laughs) <laughs> are you trying? Are you trying to say Mandarin magician like me? Are you dressed as me? Yes, I have come dressed today as Lawson uh, Reeves. I was wondering. Okay, so she's wearing probably the worst quality tuxedo. The look that I am trying to replicate is your Big Brother promo shot. Oh. But wait, Lawson, it gets better. So yes. I look all business right now. I got my top hat. I got my suit on. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be Lawson Reeves if I didn't have my, oh my- <laughs> best chest from the West. I have my muscle suit on uh, under my suit. That is so good. If you would like to get in on the fun, jump on over to Lawson and Amy. We will be posting all of the pictures. You will be able to witness this in its full glory. You've got nipples on I that suit. She's wearing a bodysuit. She has nipples. <laughs> She's rubbing her fake nipples for anyone. I'll chuck it up. But um, basically, just stripper ripped off a white shirt. And has a body suit on underneath that, that has muscles on it. I am winning Halloween. That's all I'm going to say. I feel uh, kind of bad now that I didn't. Yeah, dress Lawson, up. what have you come dressed as? Uh, I am a radio host. Ooh. Ooh, spooky. Lawson is not wearing a costume, despite the fact that I reminded him. <laughs> multiple times throughout the week that this was happening. That doesn't sound like me at all. You had to wear a costume today. That was all I asked of you, was just to wear a costume. The thing is, Lawson, I had a feeling this would happen. Oh, yeah, or what? (laughs) That I don't follow through or listen to things that you That you would not wear a costume. Guilty. Now, luckily for you, I have a lot of costumes in my possession and I brought one today just in case you did not follow through. So don't you worry. You do not get to be excluded today. You can get in on the costume fun. I have brought a costume okay. for you. Firstly, thank you very much. Very considerate You're of so you. You're so welcome. Also, kind of a little nerdy that you that you packed me a costume knowing I wasn't going to. I guess that's what friends are for, aren't they? You know? You yes. knew that I was going to be a failure and oh, a letdown. It's, it's a goodie too. Just you wait what till you see what I've brought for you. Out of interest? 
I think I'm going to wait until it's on your body. All I'm going to tell you is it's, it's very sexy. Ooh, that does sound like me. Excellent. Well, we do have a jam-packed show today. So stick around. We'll be chatting about the best celeb Halloween costumes so far. And, Amy, because it is a spooky (laughs) radio show slash podcast, I think it's okay today that I will let you speak about serial killers. I am already in love with today's show. I am in my element. Stick around after the break. We will reveal what Lawson is going to be for this year's Halloween. Now... In true Lawson fashion, because you are dressed as me, just make sure you push all the wrong buttons today and leave the microphones on, okay? Julie noted. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. You are listening to Lawson and Amy Unscripted. Or should I say, the Mandra Magician. Yes. And the Grand Reveal... Sailor Moon, everybody. <laughs> I'm really regretting not just bringing my own costume now. I could have been a Ghostbuster. I've got a Ghostbuster outfit and everything. And now, really? And you didn't wear it? And now I'm a sultry, sultry, sexy, sexy Sailor Moon. It looks weirdly good on you. No, it doesn't. No, it. I personally, and this isn't even like me being creepy, it looks a lot better on you than it does on me, and I'm kind of upset about it. <laughs> you Listen, can keep that one. I like the uh, the way the silk feels on my skin. Okay, that's, that's weird. <laughs> While we are on the topic of Halloween costumes, I just want to talk about the best celebrity Halloween costumes of 2019. So far, obviously, Halloween is still two days away, three days if you're in America, because here in Australia, we're in the future. Mm, spooky. So, so far, these are the celebrity costumes that I have found that I am so here for. Gabrielle Union, who played the role of a clover in Bring It On, reprised her role. This year, her and her 11-month-year-old daughter wore the clover's uniform from Bring It On. Wait, wait. For those of you who haven't seen it, or not me, obviously, but the other people, what do you, by clover do you mean she just dressed like it's a leaf? It's a cheerleader uniform. Giant-sized four-leaf clover. No. I'm going to be putting the pictures okay, up cool. onto our Instagram story once again. Shameless plug, Lawson and Amy on Instagram. I can't believe you don't know this. You know, like, brr, it's, it's cold, cold in here. here. I said, there, there must be some clovers in the atmosphere. atmosphere. I said, oli, oli, oli. Ice, ice, ice. I know what you're talking about, mate. I just don't remember the costume. Well, anything with children involved is ten times cuter. So I tip my top hat. I actually do have a hat to tip today. (laughs) I tip my hat to Gabrielle Union. Angelica Ross went with the same thing. She also went as a clover. Not sure if there was any uh, correspondence with the two of them, if it was planned. But either way, you have done a mighty fine job. I'm here for your costumes. Speaking of adorable children, Kylie Jenner's daughter, Stormy. Stormy, wait. It's not Stormy. Is it Storm? Are you put the Y on the birth certificate? With an I. On the birth certificate. Really? I mean, this child's like two years old. This isn't anything Uh, new. Once again, just goes to show how across the Kardashians you are. Yep. I'm definitely not keeping up with them. So Stormy went as her mother. 
So what? Kylie Jenner dressed her child up as Kylie Jenner. So oh. do you remember Kylie Jenner's Met Gala look? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. But obviously... For Purple the... hair, feathers, and they have made a little mini version for Stormy. Kind of cute. Kind of cute. I posted it yesterday to my own personal Instagram mm-hmm. with the caption saying, Stormy has won Halloween. And I thought she had Early. until I saw Jessica Biel. Okay, hit me with it. Now, Jessica Biel is married to Justin Timberlake. And Jessica Biel this year dressed up as Justin from his NSYNC era. Oh, yeah. So, what? like, the Was noodle he... hair, mm-hmm. jumpsuit. It is chef's kiss. Amazing. And then Justin went as a microphone. He just went as a microphone? Yes. Did he miss out an opportunity there to go as Biel? I th- true. I think the joke is, though, she admitted that she doesn't know any... And sync lyrics. Well, that's odd, don't you think? Because you, don't you want to be across your partner's stuff? True, but then at the same time, where do you go into being a crazy stalker fan? Yeah, I guess. I don't. I don't know. Nina Dobrev dressed up as Billie Eilish. Who's Nina Dobrev? Dobrev. Oh, you're shady today. What? Nina Dobrev. Correct Dobrev. me if I'm Dobrev. wrong, but she was from Vampire Diaries. <laughs> okay, yes, another show I don't watch. Yes, not surprised. And Demi Lovato also went as Pennywise, and her costume is phenomenal. So, as I said before, I'm going to be posting all of these onto our story so you guys can get across them. Well, I'm looking forward to one family that I always look forward to seeing their Halloween costume uh, is the Patrick Harris's. Is that what you Patrick Harris's? Yeah, or like the Harris's? We'll go with it. The Harris's. Either way, I totally know what you're about. Neil Patrick Harris and his partner and their children always, always uh, tend to have an excellent. The last few years, they've had some really good costumes. I'll put those up on the Instagram story as well, just for everyone else to see because they are amazing. They are honestly the cutest family. That is goals. Exactly. Shakalaka whack. Do you have an actual Halloween costume planned this year? No, I don't. I'm not doing. I'm not. I don't. Look here, we're going to come into my Grinch like ways again. But I'm I'm working Halloween. I've got a magic show, so I'm I have to just wear a suit because I just. You can borrow this one if you want. I think. Very kind gesture, but I think I might pass. The quality's probably too good. Uh, I mean, the shirt is only half a shirt. <laughs> There's yes. no sleeves or back. It's just the front. Yeah, it's one of those stripper rip ripoff. Which could be a fun addition to your magic show. I'm just saying. Look, I appreciate that, and I and I'm I'm loving the ideas from you. I get it. Thank you very much, but. I think this time I might just give it a hot miss. You could even borrow my muscles. Can you, if you stop want. rubbing your muscles? No, You're no, making I can't. me feel it's really weird. Fun. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. And for those of you who have just gotten out of bed, rise and shine. You still have no clue what I'm on about. I I actually do know what you're talking about, but I've never I I never heard her say it. But I do know that there's this big thing about it. Which one of them was it? Kylie, Kylie Jenner. Okay. I, you must live under a rock. Because <laughs> I'm not very across the Kardashians myself. But this was everywhere. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, a video of Kylie Jenner singing Rise and Shine 
went absolutely viral. Who was she singing it? blew up. She was singing it to Stormy. So what the context was is Kylie Jenner posted this very long video. It was a tour of her Kylie Cosmetics factory. Mm. I'm pretty sure. And towards the end, she showed Stormy's playroom that she has within the factory. And when she walked in, she sung Rise and Shine to Stormy and it went gangbusters. Was Stormy in the room? Yes. Okay. So 12 million views this video got. And you said you haven't heard it, have you? No. And the only reason I know about it is because it must have been a clickbait something that I just read the title and then I've just never bothered to click on it or listen to it because, well, to be honest, I don't care. Many glorious memes were born out of this video. Now, for your listening pleasure, Lawson, I have got this snippet for you to like, listen to. Just to be honest, did you watch the entire thing? Did you watch the entire... No. Okay. It was like a 40-minute long video or oh. something like that. To be honest, I didn't even know where it came from. This is just what I discovered from doing my research. We have one last room to visit, and that is Stormy's Playroom. So, follow me. Okay. I'm going to take Stormy over and get out of here and show you guys her room. Rise and shine. That's it. That is it. That is what broke the internet. What is wrong with the world? Are you kidding? I really hate that family. I, I, I just... What is everyone's obsession? I really would want to know. Like, See, I just, I don't understand why it went so viral. I don't know if it's, I'm guessing it's because it's not good singing. It's not good. It's just, it's not in anything. Didn't, wasn't it a song or didn't they put it out There was something? an EDM remix of it, oh. which the same day she posted a video of her daughter dancing to the Rise and Shine remix. Now, if you're mad now... Just you wait. They say the devil works hard. Chris Jenner works harder. So I'm pretty sure the same day they released Rise and Shine hoodies, which sold out nearly immediately. How much do you think these hoodies would set you back? Well, I, I know what Kanye was selling a white t-shirt with no la- no label or no marking on it, and I'm pretty sure they were like a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks or something like that. Something ridiculous. Yeah, so I'm just gonna say a hundred. US, it was sixty five dollars, but in our currency, ninety five bucks. So you've pretty much got it bang on. Far out. Do you think it was all planned? Because how could they same day? Or I guess you could put them up. Same day and then, like, still get them made. If you sent. look at the design, you can tell that those were made in, like, five minutes. Yeah. Like, it, the design is so poor. I do not know why people would spend their hard-earned money on it. They're brainwashed. That's why. They're brainwashed. I don't just need know. everything that this family has. I'm going to put the picture on Lawson and Amy on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Did you know we had an Instagram? We, I did We don't talk about it that often. No. So, if you would like to see the $100 Rise and Shine hoodies, that is where you can find it. Before we wrap this topic up, I just want to say... We've gotten a lot out of just three words, by the way. Rise and Shine. I firmly believe that Kylie Jenner gets her singing abilities from her mother. If you thought Rise and Shine was uh, glorious, let me treat you... To joy and pride. Mm. The OG Rise and Shine.
What was that? Let me play it again. Okay. Wouldn't be complete. They are my joy and pride. So that is Chris Jenner singing. Uh, what is she singing? To be honest, I'm not really sure what it's from. But the Kardashians have had a few stints where they attempt singing and they need to not. Wait, is there something about them trademarking it? Yes! I forgot that. Kylie How Jenner do also I know tried that? to trademark Rise and Shine, which obviously you can't trademark Rise and Shine, but I'm guessing she saw how successful uh, the Rise and Shine hoodies are, and I think they're going to milk that for every cent it's worth. I don't know. I think we're going to see candles and fragrances and bumper stickers. I don't know. I can't, this isn't the last we've seen of Rise and Shine. I can't believe that they tried to trademark it. Ugh, I, that's enough. They've had enough airtime. Uh, yeah, that's, that's enough for the Kardashians. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Very exciting things happening in the world at the moment. Technology advances. I'm, I'm, firstly, I'm looking forward to when we get some flying cars. I reckon we're close. Surely. Oh, oh, definitely, definitely. We're close to that. But just recently, there's an article come out about a real life. Invisibility cloak, like in Harry Potter. So excited about this! And just quickly, Harry Potter kind of ties into Halloween, does it not? Yeah, yes. Doesn't everything? I mean, yeah. And that's exactly what I'm going to go with today. It's just everything. (laughs) I'm going to find some way to make it ooh spooky. Yeah. So this is invisibility cloak. uh, Is it's actually it's known as quantum stealth. That sounds epic. Sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It's a paper-thin material, and the way it works is by bending light around an object uh, to either alter its position or make it vanish so it only leaves the background visible. When I first saw it, I thought it was kind of going to be like uh, when Pierce Brosnan was... James Bond, you're looking at me funny like you've never you, you haven't seen any of these movies. You know I haven't. Anyway, seen them. he had this car and it had cameras all around it that took video of like the opposite side and then played that video on the other side of the car to to make it look like it was invisible. It's not like that. It doesn't work that way. I thought it potentially would have cameras or something, but this thing seems incredible the way that it works. There's no power source. Okay. It can operate at any like any time of the day or night. And is inexpensive to make, apparently. One piece of quantum stealth, this is a quote, one piece of quantum stealth can work in any environment, in any season, at any time of the day or night. Something no other camouflage is capable of. Can you imagine the the uses for this? I mean, obviously in warfare, which is what it's Going intended to be, to be yeah, what for. it's intended yeah. to be used for, but just if it's inexpensive to make, it probably wouldn't be inexpensive to get your hands on. But it could be used for a lot of things, like um, especially in magic. Like obviously, the first thing that comes to my mind is magic. Being able to hide something on the stage without actually having to hide it is a genius idea. But now you've ruined any magic trick that you ever do with that. 
Because anyone that listens to our show would be like, aha, that ain't magic. That is the quantum... Zap it the, the what? Quantum stealth? Quantum, quantum stealth. Wow! I'm amazed, right? I that quit. of those two words, it's only two words, and of them, you forgot the the easier of the two? Quantum stealth. Quantum stealth. Watch out, watch out, watch out. It sounds like a, a name for, like, if you're playing, you know, COD or something. See, we are two very different people. Correct. You you're... are female, and I am a male. Yeah. Your mind goes to magic. My mind goes to those moments when you're doing your everyday errands and you're looking like a hot mess and you bump into someone you know. What do you. So, what you're saying is you're going to carry this invisibility cloak in your bag, bump into someone you know, say, oh, hey, one sec, reach in your bag, lift up this cloak and then just disappear, walk off. Hmm. I feel like my use for it is going to be a lot better than yours. I'm also very reassured knowing that it doesn't need a power source because imagine this scenario. <laughs> You're naked <laughs> under your invisibility suit because you don't need to wear clothes. Yeah. It's an invisibility cloak. Yeah. And then it runs out of battery <laughs> and there you are in your birthday suit in plain sight. I mean, if Harry Potter's invisibility cloak was running off a nine volt battery and it just ran out right in the middle, very inconvenient. And that story would have gone a very different way. You are listening to Lawson and Amy Unscripted. I want to talk to you about a wedding photographer who has gone viral for an interesting reason. Now, I'm going to try to have a conversation about this topic. It is breakfast radio, uh, so potentially not the best topic, but I'm going to light foot around it as well as possible. Okay, so... There is a new trend that has sprung up uh, in wedding photos where the bride and the groom get a photo uh, pretending to, let's say she's blowing bubbles with a wand, right? Blowing blowing bubbles. Yeah, she's blowing bubbles. And it's a a wedding photo. So she's in her dress, and obviously the man uh, is in his suit, or half of his suit. But if you are picking up what I'm putting down here, uh, it's quite an interesting trend. And I feel like, what's going on with weddings now, you know? I am so confused. I, I don't get why. Why? Why? Well, I'm not too sure how it how it came about, uh, but it is starting to pick up a little bit of traction. The the wedding photographer uh, who went viral was saying he didn't he, he didn't come up with the idea, and surprise surprise, he said it was an American who did come up with the idea. But I, what I love is it started to, a lot more couples have started to get, I guess it's like a lighthearted sort of fun, maybe sort of shows that, you know, the 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 wedding couple are like a little liberal and free-spirited. They do say that once you get married, you can kiss all of that goodbye. So maybe that's the joke. That's true. That's true. Uh, we will chuck a photo up of... Are we? 
Yeah, yep, of the picture. Okay. Uh, no, because it's they're not actually speaking with the with the photographer. They asked, "Would you actually be interested in taking the photos where they're actually blowing the bubbles instead of just being a simulation?" Oh, so maybe. they're just pretending. Yeah, they're just pretending oh, to blow so bubbles. Weird. It would be a lot weirder if it. That's almost like, well, it is soft. Yeah. Adult content. Uh, no, no. So, so it's not doing that. They're just recreating it in diff- normally where the the bride uh, may be sitting in a fancy car, like an old school car, or the picture that I'm looking at. They're in like a forest in a wooded glen. <laughs> wood. <laughs> a wood wooded glen. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's his name. His name is Glen. No, so. The the thing that I found funny is that weeks after the viral video, uh, sorry, it's not a video. It's definitely not a video. The, the viral picture. A couple did this. A UK couple did this fake uh, blo- bubble blowing outside of a Greek church. Uh, right. And it did not go down well with the locals so bad. They simulated the act outside a Greek Orthodox monastery. And because of that, the local bishop banned all foreign couples from marrying there. Damn, that is extreme. But I mean, what did they expect? Don't you think that's kind of unfair for the weddings that are already booked in? Because now there's a heap of weddings that now can't be married in that church. Don't you think you just, instead of banning all of them, just put a little rule being like, oh, hey, BT dubs, don't blow bubbles out the front of our church. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Whatsoever. No, but hey, that's, you know, that's life. Now, we did say that this was going to be our spooky Halloween show, and it really hasn't been. I attempted to kind of make the invisibility cloak (laughs) Halloween-themed. Look, I'm letting the people down. I'm really not bringing the spook spook, but I'm going to try with this, this next segment. Okay. It may not be overly spooky, but it definitely is. Ooh, it's definitely morbid. Yeah. So Ivan Milat, the notorious serial killer responsible for seven people's death, died at the age of 74 years old on October 27th. And so wait, what, what is the date today? Today? Is that today? No, it's no, not today. No, today's 29th. Good loss. Good work. So it was two days ago. Okay, how did he die? Hopefully... Old age. I hope oh. it was a really, really painful death. I was going to say that, but then... I stopped because I'm like, oh, is that bad to say? But no. I guess he did kill a lot of people. I mean. He was a horrific murderer. So, yeah, yeah. no, we are allowed okay. to wish pain upon him. Okay. And I hope his soul is not resting in peace whatsoever. Now, if you do know me, you know I am a massive consumer of true crime. I love true crime podcasts. I love documentaries. I've admitted on this show before that sometimes I fall asleep listening to true crime podcasts. Now that is creepy though. That's because it's weird, man. You you were telling me you you would put on the Ted Bundy doco and fall asleep to it. That's so creepy. Now, you've brought in a story for me. I have, yes. About a serial killer. And it I'm is. so ready for it. Yes. And it actually, he could actually turn out to be the most prolific serial killer in American history. And some of the serial killers that might come to mind for this uh, title, Ted Bundy, uh, John Wayne Gacy, the Green River Killer, 
There are a few. But this guy, can you guess, over the course of 35 years, he's only just been caught, right? Can you take a stab at how many people you think in that time he killed? So to be the most prolific yeah. serial killer, that has to be a high body count. 60? I was worried you were going to do that annoying thing when you ask someone to guess a high number and they go super high and ruin the story. You haven't done that, so thank you. 93 murders. 93. 93. Is that confirmed or is it Confirmed because creepily about the... He's the one who's telling them about the murders. But this is the weird thing that I... About it. He has with eerily accurate precision, drawn them, their faces, like like um, police sketches almost, of each and every one of the... All 93. ...women that he has murdered. But not... This is the thing. Not at the time. Not like they found his collection. Since they've caught him, he's now going back and drawing the picture of what they look like. Now that, to me is impressive. I know that's like a weird thing to say about a, a serial killer, but I mean in the sense that how does he... 93 people, that's a lot of people, and and to know the detail of each one of their faces and everything about it, that's creepy. Yeah, of course it is the, Actually, the reason, the reason he was actually able to go so long without being caught is because of the type of person that he was choosing. Uh, either homeless or uh, potentially sex workers that uh, maybe didn't get looked into their murders as much and even does say here that a lot of them um, were originally either unidentified or just considered drug overdoses. So he went a long time. That is terrifying. So crazy. And he just looks like a kind of gentle old man, I guess. He's 79, so he lies over, you know? Like, he's kind of lived his entire life. It's not... It's not a punishment to be... He's going literally into prison where he's going to be looked after with his food and Yeah, healthcare. I don't know much about this serial killer, but generally they're quite narcissistic. Mm. So when they get to that point, they want the recognition for yeah. what they've done. I'm going to hijack this a little bit. Do it. Channel 9 recently showed a documentary about BTK who is my favourite serial killer. Um, what does the BTK stand for, for those who don't know? Bind them, torture them, kill them. That is a name that he elected for himself. He sent police a letter with a list of names that they could choose from if they didn't like BTK. When I say my favourite serial killer, firstly... It's kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy. It's a bit Ooh. weird that I have a favourite serial killer. This guy, do not, do not mistake me for dis- diminishing the crimes he committed. He was... Horrific, committed horrific crimes. But the reason why I'm going to say it's my favourite case is because he's kind of sort of a bumbling idiot. Mm, okay. So things like that where you're sending in a list of names to the police being like, I want to be called BTK, mm. but if you don't like that, you could also call me the Poetic Strangler. The Asphyxiator was the one asphyxiator. as well. The- I've made you do your research. I have. I have I've- also listened to this podcast. Uh, and he also did dumb things. Like, in his first, he uh, murdered an entire family, four, four people of a family. He left the knife there. So, he drove back 
in his own car, parked in the driveway, and went inside to to retrieve his knife. Exactly. Things like that. You're like, oh my goodness. Like how? And he got away. He essentially dug his own grave. And I'm going to touch on how he got caught because it is the dumbest thing ever. But that's the thing is this guy went 30 plus years without being caught. And it's beyond me. How? Another one of his victims was shot in the face twice, yet still got away. Still survived. Wait, the guy survived? The guy that got shot in the face twice still survived. And the reason I want to talk about this is because watching the documentary, they left out all of these details that Mm. made him sound like such a bumbling idiot. And they made him sound as terrifying as he is. As I said, he is a terrifying, terrifying human. And you have to be pretty smart to get away with the things that you did. But there's (laughs) just so many dumb mistakes. And the thing, like the the nail in the coffin, and this is why this is my favourite case, the way he got caught. So he got to the point where he was being forgotten about. Mm-hmm. His narcissistic personality couldn't allow that to happen. He'd actually stopped killing. He hadn't made a kill in years, like 10 or something, wasn't it? Yeah, and he got restless. So he started sending cryptic notes, kind of like the Zodiac Killer, mm-hmm. to the police. So one of the things that he did was... He would send in Barbie dolls with the licenses of his victims because that was kind of like his trophy that he would keep. And he would replicate the exact bondage that he used on them. He would send these notes and these dolls in boxes. One of them was a cereal box and he wrote killer on it. Mm. Cereal killer. Yeah. As much as I hate to admit it. It's kind of funny. It got to the point where he was making correspondence with the police and he said, Hey, guys. If I sent you a floppy disk, you wouldn't trace it, right? To which the police were like, no, definitely not. Obviously, floppy disks. Floppy disks, go on. Are traceable. Yeah. And that is how he ended up in and, prison. And not only that, but the floppy disk that he used, he loaded the <laughs> he, he loaded the information onto the disk from his work computer, which he had logged in under his login, and his job was the head of a church. Once again, it just goes to show you never know who can trust. I don't know. Another thing that's like really unsettling about this case is a few <laughs> of the murders he created. Stop laughing at me. Stop it. Is he was also he had children that did scouts, and he would go as a scout counselor yes. and leave the trips to go murder people, yes. and then come back. Uh, no, like it's it's it, mind blowing. Yeah, exactly. And just quickly, I want to touch on one other killer. Really recently, he's just been caught. Uh, he's from Canada for two murders. And this is how he got caught. Almost just as dumb. But he filmed uh, one of the murders. Then he labelled the memory card, the SD card with the murder on it. He labelled it Homicide at Midtown Marriott, which was the hotel that he did it in, right? And then he dropped he dropped the SIM card, the memory card, on the ground. It was found by someone who then handed it into police. And from that, they were able to catch him. He he wasn't shown on the video, but his voice 
was he was a tourist to that place or like he wasn't from around there, so it was kind of easy to narrow it down. Idiot. Jinx. Jinx. That's so cute. Let's both say floppy disks at the same time. <laughs> Let's not talk about floppy disks anymore. See, I'm so in character. All right. I'm thinking like you. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Welcome to our spooky Halloween show. Where we are going to be talking about a brainless blob that is going to take over the world. Well, not really, but I appreciate what you're trying to do and turn our topics scary-ish. Bring in the spook spooks, Lawson. You kind, it kind of is like Scary Spice, who isn't scary at all. But, nonetheless, we will be talking about a brainless blob. And it actually is, it's very interesting, I find, anyway. I find science quite cool. Because I'm cool, you know, and so is science. But this is a fascinating thing, right? It's this yellow blob-like thing. It's a unicellular organism. And it is actually the very first unicellular organism to ever be on display at a zoo. It's in a zoo. Oh, it's going to be in the zoo. It's already in the zoo. I feel like of all of the cool things at the zoo, though, nobody's going to care about a blob. Wow. Okay, well, I think you are wrong because this blob is actually very interesting. Okay, you sell me on the blob. All right, here we go. It is a brainless blob that is able to learn and it sleeps as well. Its favorite food, oatmeal, and it'll do almost anything to get the oatmeal. It's learned... Kill humans? No, well, well, I don't know, actually. Maybe. I get what you're trying to do. I'm going to just say yes. It's, just work with me. Okay, yes, yes, kill humans. It definitely will. Ooh. So it's able, it, it, it learns, and I, I'm, a, I'm actually amazed at how it's doing that without a brain. But, so it's, it's known to travel across a bridge to get to the other side to eat oatmeal, but the bridge is covered in a chemical that it does not like and will not go over. But to get to the oatmeal, it will... It will put up with the chemical just so that it can travel to the other side. It, it can also remember where it found oatmeal and head back to that place to get more oatmeal. They once, in a study, laid out blobs of oatmeal in the shape of uh, Tokyo and the surrounding cities. The blob expanded itself out to each of the pieces of oatmeal in a way that replicated the uh, Japanese subway system and it is able to get this it's able if you have two of these blobs and you bring them together and they join they teach each other and learn from each other where the other has been and what it's been up to don't you find that like that is it is really cool i'll be honest it is pretty epic but does it do anything else other than eat oatmeal is that all it does (laughs) well i don't i mean oatmeal is just its favorite snack but, I mean, you're really putting me on the spot here, I guess. But, uh, so this is what, this is, it's it's very pretty. It's a really, we'll put up a picture of it. Oh, it is. It is actually quite pretty okay. to look at when it's yellow, as long as you like things that are yellow. But it does get very <laughs> ugly quite quickly. The yellow blob turns to grey, becomes hard, then breaks down into a brown uh, a brown powder. And people actually complain that it looks like dog vomit and that the brown powder powder stains the sidewalk is it still alive when it's 
a brown powder or is that what happens when it dies? That's a really, really good question. I'm hitting you with all of the hard-hitting questions today. You are. You really are testing me. And also, me. why is the blob on the sidewalk? Do they just let it roam free? No, no. I mean, it, it it's found in different places like um, under... Under logs and in trees. Oh, and... this hasn't been man-made. Like this is no. a thing that naturally occurs. Yes, it's what? It's like a fungi type thing that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, yeah, it's not created by humans. Okay, I'm so much more on board with this. That makes sense. So now that I understand why it would be in a zoo. So to get, uh, it can also solve mazes. So if you put it in a maze, it can solve the maze to get itself to the oatmeal. <laughs> Right, and then it can remember that maze and go the same way again without making any mistakes to get to the oatmeal again. It's always the oatmeal. Yeah, yeah I know. It's, uh, you know, will work for oatmeal. <laughs> Do you know what? They've essentially found flubber. That's what this is. This is flubber. Basically, Have you seen the movie Flubber? Are you are you seriously asking me if? I have seen a classic Robin Williams film. Coming from the person who seems like they never watch movies ever, yes, I've seen Flubber. It's one of the best. I cried when Vibo got smashed to pieces by the bat, okay? (laughs) How old were you? Last year. All right, fine. No, I can't remember. It was just upsetting because, you know, she just, she's kind of, you know, loves. Him and whatnot. So good. Really great movie. Actually, probably going to have to watch it again quite soon now that you've just brought it up. But what I find so fascinating about this blob is that it does all these things without a brain. How is it able to learn, communicate with other blobs, do all this without the use of a brain? Oh, well, I mean... Jellyfishes don't have brains. It's essentially a land jellyfish. I don't think jellyfishes is a word. Jellyfish eye? Jellyfish? What's the plural? Jellyfish. Like sheep. You don't say sheeps. Sheep, one. Sheep, multiple. Does not compute. Brain is broken. Yeah, okay. Floppy disks, got it. Now I'm like the blob that doesn't have a brain. (laughs) Yeah, look, as I was saying that, I don't know how they function without brains. Then I just had a quick think about society. And then I thought, oh no, yeah, I You looked at me and you're like, oh, hang on. There are plenty of quotation mark blobs out there without a brain that function just fine. I'm feeling very attacked right now. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Before the break, we were talking about brainless blobs. And I want to talk to you about a woman who believes supermarkets should ditch parent parking and install rich people parking spaces. (laughs) What? Wait, isn't just every park... Just a rich person park, apart from those ones. Like, you can park anywhere. Uh, look, I, I'm not even going to try to understand the this logic. is So, ridiculous. Diana Davenport, you are a brainless blob. I'm going to give you one guess as to what suburb this woman is from. Is it Melbourne? Just It is Melbourne. Okay. If you're thinking of rich... Rich... I'm doing so well mm, today. So good. If you're thinking of rich, privileged people in oh. Melbourne... Where do they generally hail from? I'm going to say... Turak? Turak. Yeah, She's from Turak. Of course she is. Yep. And what? She's thinking... She thinks parents with prams don't 
shouldn't need those parking spaces. What well, and instead get rid of that and just put like because it's not it's a lady pushing a pram on the floor. She wants to get rid of that one and just put two dollar signs or something. And what I'm constitutes guessing. what constitutes rich? Do you have to hang your like tax return on the windscreen just so? Yeah. What's can... the dollar figure amount yeah. that classifies you as rich and wealthy enough to park in the rich person parking spot? Because technically. I think that I'm rich, not with money, but, you know, with good friends and good health and that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) So she has written into a newspaper and this is a quote from the letter that she sent. While visiting my local supermarket, I was disgusted to find the best parking spaces nearest to the door are reserved for so-called parent and child parking If you are fit to produce offspring, you should jolly well be able to walk across a car park into a supermarket. But it gets better. The best spaces should be reserved for people with the most expensive cars. It is us who will likely be spending the most money in the supermarket and have the most shopping brought back to our cars. End quote. It's infuriating to hear that. What's her name? Let's shame her again. Diana Davenport. Diana Davenport, you are a floppy disk. <laughs> You're what? a floppy disk. What a privileged person's oh. name, too. I bet she has uh Karen, I want to speak to the manager haircut. Yeah, hundred percent. She's yeah. What a I don't it just it really just baffles me. She what surely because obviously in that quote she said, surely. If you can have a child, you're able to walk with your child. Surely if you have enough money that you're able to make it, you're able to walk a little further. I'm just infuriated by that. I can't believe that that's genuinely... She's not joking either. That's clearly not a joke. The fact that this was even published, I just... I do not understand. All I'm going to say, if you have pushed a child out of your hoo-ha, you deserve... That parking space. You have earned it. Diana Davenport, what have you done? Did you push a child out of your hoo-ha? No. So shut up. It doesn't sound like she has, does it? Because if she has... One, because she's got a lot of money. So obviously she's, you know, spending it not on her children because we all know children just burn a hole in your pocket. Uh, But two... Uh, I got really carried away with number one that I forgot number two. You're really into it. Yeah. yeah. Is it rude of me to say no, go that I feel like Diana needs to partake in more baby making activities? <laughs> Perhaps. I'm not sure. She sounds very uptight. She doesn't sound like a very fun human. Oh, no. Not at all. Blows my mind, really. Now, Lawson, we are nearly out of here. But before we leave, we do have some spare time. So it is your favorite time of the show. It is time for Lawson Rambles. Last week at this point, I rambled about there being two different styles of bikes. One female where it has like a lower dip, kind of like a V. Which is not a thing. And then, the, and then a male bike that has just a straight bar. And the reason for that lower dip is so if a, a, a lady comes forward off her bike, she doesn't end up like pulling herself on the but, but you would think that could potentially be good for a male as well. They have jewels that they need to protect. Yes. You told they me that... discs. They do have floppy discs. You told me that uh, I was wrong. 
So during the week, I went to a bike store around my area and I asked, and guess what? You are right. Correct. In my defense, though, what you just said was a very logical explanation as to why that'd be two different bikes. You didn't say that last week. You didn't ask. I didn't feel I needed to. I'm going to commend you for your commitment to proving your point. Oh, yeah. I'm stubborn ass. Enjoy this. Lawson, you were right. Oh, my God. That feels so good to end the show like that. Just end it now. Stop it. Turn it off. Well, we do actually have to get out of here. So thank you so much for listening to our spooky, not so spooky show. If you would like to catch up with all of the visuals from today, all of the pictures that we've mentioned, if you want to look at our wonderful costumes, hit us up on Lawson and Amy on Instagram. Send us your two truths and a lie. Lawson, how can the people get on the show? Uh, To come on the show, you can either call us on 599-669-77 or slide into our DMs, send us a, well, three, send us three clips. One is a true, sorry, two are truths, one lie. And then after that, we need a fourth audio message that tells us which one is the truth. You can also send us an email to lawsonandamy at gmail.com. That is L-A-W-S-O-N-A-N-D. A-M-I-E at gmail.com. If you use the voice memos app on your phone and email them to us, that would also work. Yes, so make sure you do that. Um, No prizes. No prizes on this show. I mean, we we could have gifted away those Tim Tams as a prize. We will eat some more Tim Tams, just half of them, and send them to you if you would like. I mean, you also just get bragging, right? Yeah, yeah. As always, thank you so much for letting us join you on the airwaves. And we will... See you next Tuesday! Goodbye, my beautiful humans. Happy Halloween!